It's time to get away from it all. Doesn't matter if you say you or y'all. Let's all get out there and have some fun. Bluff City Outdoor Show is for Welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Thank you, Barry Woods, and indeed, welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. Thank you for being with us again this weekend. My name is Tony Colombo, in studio with producer Leah, and of course, my co-host, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, Mark McMurray. Mark, great to see you, buddy. Hey, good to be back. Good to be back. It's uh, another week closer to spring. Another week closer to a lot of very exciting things happening out at Bluff City Outdoors. The spring sale is now right around the corner. The big R100 event is also right around the corner. Lots to talk about today. Uh, But let's start right there. What's the latest out at the shop? And uh, for people that, there's a lot of people in our area, obviously, that uh, are not familiar with the R100 event. And that is something that is going to be in our area for the first time. Thanks to you guys and Reinhardt, of course. Uh, that I think is going to be an awesome event for uh, outdoorsmen of the area. So, yeah, yeah if you the like full the, update. Yeah, so, um, yep, so that's all progressing. Uh, the dates are uh, April 14th through the 16th. It's out at the Warren Levis uh, Boy Scout Camp in Godfrey, Illinois. And uh, so it'll be set up. There'll be quite a few events, but the, the main is main parts are the 50, 50 target North American wildlife target route and then the uh, 50 of uh, the African safari target. Mm-hmm. They're, There'll be three different routes or groups together. Yep. So, and and it it doesn't matter what you could be a complete beginner. There's level. There's there's skill levels. There's yeah, there's like ten different categories for everybody. Yep. There's even a free shoot. I saw. I was reading about the event this week, and I saw that um, uh, one of the frequently asked questions because one of the things that we've talked about on the show over the last few weeks, um, as we've been not only talking about this event but also talking about the brand-new archery range out there at Bluff City and, of course, the uh, archery season in, in both Missouri and Illinois, talking about bow hunting, talking about bows in general. We talk about the um, the rise in the popularity of crossbows, and uh, it was like one of the top FAQs on their event page was, can I use a crossbow? And the answer was yes, but only in the free shoot, only in the non-competitive, not in the non-competition you had to get you do, or whatever they called it. I don't know if they called it the free shoot or the fun shoot or whatever it was, but it was the non-competition stuff. Um, and I could see that. Yeah, you could get in. You could get in and do it and and use it with that. But uh, it was funny to see that as one of the very top questions because it just like it it just reiterates how like popular crossbows are becoming. Yeah. Uh, they're they're just booming right now in popularity for a bunch of reasons. But I just thought that was really interesting. But uh, so you can bring it and you can shoot it there, but you can't compete with it in any of the in any of the events. But it looks like it's going to be an awesome time. Is there any fear of like um, uh, missing out? Is there any fear of of sellout or anything like that? Is it important to kind of register ahead of time? It's, well, sure it's always can... best to register, you know, as early as possible. Just that way you're it's done. You, you don't have to worry about it the last minute. Uh, selling out, I don't really think that's a problem. Uh, right. They've said they can handle up to five or 600 archers. So mm. we'd love to have that out there. Sure. Yeah. Hopefully that, we can get there. Yeah. That sounds like an, that sounds like an awesome time. It's uh, April 14th, right? April 14th through the 16th. Yep. It's a Friday through a Sunday event. Yeah. That's awesome. Make sure that you, uh, that you get yourself signed up for that and you make sure that you get out there and, and be a part of it. 
or just come out and 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 hang out and and be a part of it because it's going to be a, an awesome event and it's another great thing that Bluff City Outdoors has been a big part of bringing to our area for the outdoor community here in the St. Louis and Missouri and Illinois area. So uh, that's a whole lot of fun. And then uh, also, of course, spring sale right around the corner. Yep, that's uh, first weekend of March. Starts on, I think, March uh, 2nd, so Thursday. Runs through that Sunday. Yeah, that's our biggest uh, sale of the year. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. we put the, the deepest cuts we put on stuff are for that event. Uh-huh. I mean, we have just about everything goes on sale at, to, to one degree or another. And, uh, you know, it's just I, I think with getting the shop revamped and everything, people are really going to like, you know, what's going on out there. That's the time to stock up. It is. It is. The That's the time box. come in. Get, 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 ready, for the get ready for the season. Absolutely. Check, us, check it out. Check out what we have and what we offer. And, you know, and you can go from there. That's awesome. Yeah. Mark your calendars and don't miss that. Certainly, if you uh, if you're like me and you uh, and at the end of every summer or fall, you are missing quite a few lures out of the tackle box uh, that have been, uh, snagged or lost in the brush somewhere and irretrievable. Uh, that is a perfect time to restock everything for the new season. Uh, and speaking of the archery range, uh, as we've been talking about leagues are coming together out there. And if people haven't had a chance to get out there and see the new archery range, uh, you've got the new, uh, 30 yard reconfiguration and league starting, so. Yeah, so, yeah, the leagues have started. You can still come out and shoot, get caught up. That's not a big deal. Uh, they are handicapped leagues. Uh, so we got a 3D shoot on Wednesday nights, uh, two-person teams, and then we have a traditional individual shoot on Fridays. Uh, come on out around 5 o'clock, and, you know, which they usually start shooting about 6. Yeah. And, uh, yep. And busy hope- times. Yeah, hoping they can get a Techno Hunt League going here shortly. So. Yeah, nice. It's busy times. Great time to be out at Bluff City Outdoors. Uh, great time to be out of the water if you're a hardcore fisherman. We will bring you the fishing report a little bit later on the show, as we do each and every week. So if you uh, want to get out there and brave the cold and try to catch the big fish, it's the perfect time of the year to do that, and we will help you out with that with the fishing report a little bit later on in the show. We also have a super special guest today, um, one of our uh, one of the family members here at News Talk STL, Super Jim Modulin, who is usually a behind-the-scenes guy. You have, If you listen to the radio station, you've heard his voice. Uh, a million times, but you may have never heard him uh, speak or be interviewed. Um, but he is the wizard behind a lot of the technical imaging that we do here at the radio station, a lot of the uh, audio imaging and a lot of our video projects. He is the, uh, the the person behind all that, the one who shoots it, the one who produces it and edits it, edits it and all of that. And he also has, uh, he doesn't just work for us here at News Talk STL. He does projects for companies all across the country. And actually, he has spent a whole lot of time at various shoots and production uh, projects and videos and things like that out in the great outdoors and particularly fishing. And trout fishing is one of the, trout and salmon fishing are two of the biggest ones that he's done, uh, fly fishing and streams and things like that. And he's been all over the country doing that sort of stuff and he just got done with a video shoot so he's got a lot of great stories to tell and a lot of experience in those areas and that's kind of one of the areas of fishing we talk a whole lot about bass fishing and cat fishing and even crappie and walleye and other things but fly fishing stream fishing like that is something that uh that we don't touch on very often here no, on the show. and we don't in, in the ozarks you know they got some good strength Trout mm-hmm. streams down there, so mm-hmm. and lots of people go. It's just you know when you get on my side of the river and over in Illinois, unless you get way up uh, 
up there by Kankakee and stuff. You just don't really have trout right. streams around here. Yeah, right, right. But he's doing Missouri. Yeah, those. absolutely. And he's got some great stories to tell. Some of my favorite fishing, it's not its not stream fishing, but some of my favorite fishing to do is in some of the rivers in our area, like the Merrimack River and the Jack's Fork River, particularly for me, because um, um, it's a little, there's a little uh, log cabin resort that my family's been going to off the Jack's Fork Jack. Jack's Fork River, excuse me, uh, my entire life. So I've done a lot of fishing in, in those those little rivers. Uh, it's not the same. It's not stream fishing, but those little rivers, so they have some fantastic smallmouth oh, yeah. yep. uh, fishing and some other just it's – a, it's a great time to get out there. And when I first bought the shop over there, the manager at the time, he took me into the upper Merrimack smallmouth fishing. I had never done it before. And, you know, there was three of us. We were just in like a 12-foot John boat. We'd, you know, float down a ways uh, – pull off and mm-hmm. then get out and fish and it was a lot of fun yeah. i had no idea that you know you, there, there were that many smallmouth yeah you know that close to the area and they fight there the, that's the best fight there is yeah oh a, without a doubt smallmouth especially a river smallmouth that has to fight the current and you know has been just they're just strong as can be and even yeah. you know a With, one or two pounder is like you feel yeah, like fight you're hard in a fight yeah it's weird is you know you, you that water's so clear, you don't see them. Right. But then you throw your bait out there and start bringing it back in and then whack. You know, yeah. Where they come from, nowhere. Yeah, that's Just exactly right. Just they blend into that bottom so well. Uh, speaking of a lot going on, you guys have been busy not only in, in at the shop, uh, and in the St. Louis area, but you've been doing a little bit of traveling and other shows. You were just at a show this past weekend. Yeah, Tell we were us. in uh, down in Marion, Illinois, at the Southern Illinois uh, Boat Show. Uh, there they held it. Uh, they call it the Pavilion. It's a city convention center. Uh, it was good. I mean, it's it's a perfect show if you ever live down in that part of the state. Make sure you get there next year. It's free to get in, free parking, and it's just a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, you see people coming in and go, "Wow, I'm glad to see you here." You know, because <laughs> we had a really big booth down there. Yeah, so. that's fantastic. And then, I mean, are we seeing? Are you seeing that? Um, uh, the continued embrace. You know, we've talked about how over the last few years there's kind of been a turnaround in some of the outdoor industries, fishing, particularly being one of them, people uh, sort of rediscovering the the great outdoors, getting back out on the water. Um, a lot of that had to do with COVID, and now that COVID's mostly behind us, are you still seeing Yeah, we're that? still seeing a lot of people great. That, that weren't out there before. And, That's great. Uh, and I, I think it's going to have a lasting effect. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, people like myself with my store, we can keep people interested and, you know, and, and keep that momentum going because – you know, fishing license sales have been on a 30 to 40 year slide. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's just. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's just everybody was inside just doing around. video games. Finally and then, turn around. Boom, this happens. Yeah. And now everybody gets out and they go, hey, this is kind of fun. <laughs> right. They rediscover it or they discover it for the first time. And that's, I mean, that's what happened to me. Not when, not, not two years ago during COVID, but uh, as I've told the story before, I was, you know, I, I, I loved going fishing and camping and as a kid and in my young adulthood and then kind of got away from it, you know, lifestyle jobs, you know, all of that changed and um, kind of got away with it. And then I was in my early thirties and just happened to be over at a buddy's house who had a farm pond on his property and hadn't really fished very much at all in, in several years and went down to that pond and caught a bass and went, uh-oh, I think I want to do this more. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just fun. It's relaxing, you know. And you're yeah. always, you know, one more cast. Oh, 
Yes, you know, exactly. Just, it gets to be five way. more minutes. <laughs> yeah, just give me five more minutes. So I'll just see if I can't catch another fish. <laughs> that is it. That is it exactly. So you had that show in Marion. Any other events coming up, or is the focus now on the spring sale? And- no, we still got two two more road trips uh, out of town. We're going to be going up to the Quad Cities up at uh, Rock Island and Moline. Uh, up there, we're heading up there this coming or as the show airs. We're oh up yeah, there, there you go. So, and then we so got this weekend. Yeah. Then we got the Catfish Conference the week after that. Oh god, so that's down in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh yeah, and that's. Can you talk about that a little bit, the catfish conference, or is that? No, it's it's. I mean, if you're if you're into catfishing, it it is the event to go to. Uh, it's like I said, it's down in Louisville. Uh, all the rod companies show up. That's what what really makes it intriguing is that people go there because rods are so expensive to ship that a group of guys and gals will drive down there. You know, they'll buy a dozen rods to save that freight, and then of course they got to buy reels from places like me when they're down there. So mm-hmm. it's a they get about four thousand people. They added crappie to it this year, uh, and they're hard hardcore shoppers, you know. So it just makes it a great event. They got speakers. Uh, there, we'll have the uh, turn uh, the trophy from the Alton Catfish Classic set up in our booth. Oh, so that's people cool. can check that out. Yeah, and, and we still got some entries left. Oh so yeah, we're trying to get those filled. So yeah, hopefully we can get them filled while we're down there. Yeah, that's and if people do want to grab one of those last spots for the Alton Catfish Classic, where do they go? Yep, oh, the Alton Catfish Classic uh, Facebook page. Send a message there. We'll send you the link. The link's also out on my bluffcitytackle.com website. If you search for fishing tournament, you need to come up. Uh, I think we're at 84 boats, so we still got 16 to go. Yeah, they'll go fast, though. They yep. always do each and every year. That uh, the tournament is one of the biggest catfishing tournaments in the country. It's right here in uh, the St. Louis area. They're in Alton by Bluff City Outdoors in September. And if you want to be a part of it, make sure you grab your spot ASAP. Uh, again, Alton Catfish Classic Facebook page to make sure that you can get your boat in that tournament. And we'll all see you there. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, Jim Modulin is going to join us. He's a part of the family here at News Talk STL, uh, but he has done a whole lot of video work around the country, um, fly fishing, stream fishing for salmon and trout and things like that. It's got a lot of great stories to tell, so... We're going to talk a little fishing with Jim Modulin when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STI. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Well, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. Welcome back we to the Bluff City Outdoors Show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. As we mentioned, Tony Colombo here with producer Leah and Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors. And our guest this week, as I said, is Jim Modulin, Super Jim from right here at News Talk STL. Somebody whose voice you hear every day, hundreds of times. And don't even realize it, uh, if you've ever watched any of our video projects here or listened to the station for more than five minutes, you are familiar with Jim's work, whether you know it or not. And as I mentioned, Jim not only does all of our video work, but um, uh, has a video company that he uh, owns and does work for all around the country. And a lot of the projects that uh, Jim has worked on have been in the great outdoors, have been uh, in the water fishing on boats, on streams, fly fishing, all kinds of different uh, experiences. So I thought it was a perfect time to have Jim on and talk to him because he just got back from one of those projects. Great to see you, buddy. Hey, buddy. You <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel today? Not at yeah, all. I yeah, told you weeks ago that, yeah. that I wanted to have you on as a guest and because uh, I know that you've got a lot of great stories. So 
Thanks I, for coming on. I got a few. Yeah. Now I've been wanting to be on. I listen to the show every week. So hearing you guys talk about it makes me want to get out and do it. Right? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a tough time about this time of year. It's, yes. like, oh, yeah. it's <laughs> like, I love talking about it. I want to go out and do it. You exactly. Know? It's like talking. can be rough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It can be. So uh, you just got a chance to go out in uh, in January on a mm-hmm. cool. So I would imagine that that's, that's about as good as it gets because you're working, but you're also fishing. A little bit of both, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. You know, and again, not a lot of people want to get out in January and, and do that. So we were fly fishing this time. So, mm-hmm. again, I grew up, you know, bass fishing, crappie fishing, fishing my uncle's pond for bluegill, that kind of thing. But I didn't really get into fly fishing, and I'm by no means a Mm-mm. a seasoned fly fisherman. I just love doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. I got buddies who are going to do it, and we got a couple projects come up to do it and had opportunity to do it last fall. I'm like, oh, okay, I remember how much I enjoyed doing this. And <laughs> then January came along the project. I'm like, okay, let's go. So, uh, yeah, we went out, went down to Montauk. If anybody's familiar with that is, only a couple hours from here. Uh, I think it's just, what is it, just south of Salem, kind of down that, down yeah, that no, direction. Yeah. So, and you forget, really, how much of that we have here in Missouri. Yeah. Especially we, the southern yeah, part of Missouri. Yeah, Mark was just talking about that. Yeah. Northern part of Arkansas, the White River, all that stuff down there. And if you get down there and you start getting in those streams, I mean, you forget, no offense, you forget you're in Missouri. You think you're sure. <laughs> in the middle of Colorado in a stream. It is a beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, amazing water down there, too. And the opportunity to, to catch a big brownie or a rainbow is is prevalent down there yeah. you know so but no we went down to montauk i'm advised familiar with montauk state park down there only a couple hours away from here and it's middle of january so there's nobody out uh other than the hardcores you know and uh got a cabin down there we spent three or four days working on a little project Ooh. and doing a little fishing so um what what is wrong with any of that nothing yeah no <laughs> nothing at all what what yeah. kind of um anything that you can share like what kind of organizations are you shooting fishing videos for so we've done different different projects uh project healing waters is one of them too if you're familiar with project healing waters it's a veteran Mm -hmm. veteran support organization for uh for veterans who go through issues paralyzed veterans things like that too but gets them out in the great outdoors gets them going fly fishing you know it's fly fishing centric i love that that kind of thing so we've worked with them in the past um and then the one that we were doing was tied in with the organization that basically works with, uh, you know, businesses and companies around the country that want to, instead of taking their CEOs to the Drury Inn for three days to brainstorm, we get them out <laughs> in the outdoors and give them the opportunity to have that, what we call oxygen inspired thinking and nice. get them to do things that whether they fish before, or whether they fly fish before, or whether they've gone hunting or uh, kayaking or whatever the activity is, but things in the outdoors, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So like, so that was a little bit tied in with that too. But honestly, I really wanted to go fly fishing. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> I just wanted to get out there. there you know, I have never, yeah, fly, have you ever fly fish, Mark? It's just it's, for bluegill. It's the one thing yeah. that I've, it's, it's like the one thing I've never done. It looks very intimidating to me, well, but I imagine it's like anything else. And once yeah. you get it and once you get hooked, you're hooked. It is. But you know what? You can go to Bass Pro or you can go to Bluff City Outdoors for heck and get a pair of waders yeah. and some boots and you can borrow a pole from somebody yep. and you're there. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like 
And I know the guys I was going with, they have all the stuff. And, I, and it's just like any activity, <laughs> yeah, right? You don't you have gotta, to have the Orvis ride. Yeah, You don't have to have Sims know. waiters and all. You know what I mean? You can, you can get them, but you don't necessarily have to have, to have them, too. But um, I thought it was, too. You know, and I see these guys out there, and they're doing the long, you know, they're doing all the casting. Also. Mm-hmm. But in Missouri, you don't need that. Honestly, you can roll cast. You can just sight fish. You know, I mean, you know, it's just the opportunity that you can go out and stand in a stream and, you know, especially in Montauk, which is a hatchery there. So constantly being fed, yep. you know, fed new product, right? So mm-hmm. that's the great mm-hmm. thing about um, a great thing about that is you can pretty close to something like that. And again, there's nothing better than standing in that stream, roll casting, and they're practically bumping into your ankles. You know, that's, there's something cool about that, right? That is, too. Yeah. But you got to find the right, you got to find the right little, uh, little, little uh, piece of bait for them to go for. So, yeah. so that, you know, it's a challenge like any other type of fishing, right? You got to figure out what, what they're, what they're biting on and, and stuff too. But, oh, sounds like, but it's, it's a little beyond that. It's just the, the, it's the therapeutic to me. The it's being the, outside. It's the being it's outside. The being outside, standing being in the unplugged. Stream. Yeah. Yeah. There's no just, phone. No, no, no. We didn't, no yeah. outside world. Especially down there with the phones. Yes. Phones don't work down there too. It's yeah. Like, a lot of the areas are too, but you know, it's just that, that, that aspect of it, which I really enjoy. That's awesome. But, but yeah, I always thought it was intimidating a little bit too, because a lot of the fly, the fly guys are really into it. They're into the tying, you know. They have the tie fly nights, and they go do all that, and that's cool. That's a great hobby. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 impressive that you know you tie your own flies and stuff like that too, and the casting and learning how to do all that. It's kind of cool, cool too. But you don't really need to have. I mean, you'll see people down there with just you know. Some of them don't even have waders or stay, you know, summertime they're out there in their <laughs> Crocs or whatever, you know, doing it too. Whatever, man. You don't, you don't right. need a whole lot to get into it too. But um, especially again, taking advantage of what we have here in the state of Missouri or, in a, you know, wherever it may be, you know, mm-hmm. getting out and doing it is the mm-hmm. best part about it. So. Absolutely. Uh, have you noticed, it, it's interesting that, that some of the projects that you work on are for um, private con- companies that are just bringing their employees out, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on a company getaway and taking them fishing. And I wonder if that would have been the case, you know, 10 years ago, because we feel like we're seeing a, a sort of return to the fishing industry. We are just talking about how, especially since COVID sort of brought a lot of people back to the mm-hmm. great outdoors because there was nothing to do. We've talked about that many times, but that growth seems to continue. Are you seeing more demand for, you know, that kind of thing, or more people out on the water, more demand for projects on the water, mm-hmm. people wanting to get out there. I think people are out there. I mean, when we were down in that Montauk area last fall, it was it was hopping. You know, it was probably towards the end of October. Weather was still fairly nice, but people were just out, you know. And we're seeing that in the corporate world, too. It's like, you know, again, people having the opportunity to do something a little bit different than you know, that's what we always pushed was that idea of like, okay, you're going to go out and brainstorm. Why, why are you going to go sit in a ballroom somewhere and in the, you know, dimly lit room? Why don't you get people out and get them inspired, you know, by doing something that maybe they haven't done before either, you know, and that, that's a little bit part right. of it too. But I, I think there is, there is, again, I grew up fishing. So that was just, my dad had his bass boat. We had the little John boat. Mm-hmm. So we hit, we hit all those Southern Illinois we used to have a place in Kentucky Lake, so you know we did the land between the lakes thing and fish down there a lot. You know, growing up, but but Missouri has a plethora of opportunities in the outdoors. You know, and I think people need to need to remember that you don't have to 
get on a plane or you don't have to drive 10 hours or whatever yeah. to do this stuff. It's That's all, a great point. it's all, it's all right here. Do you remember the, do you remember the first fish you caught fly fishing or like the, or any like moment? Was there any, any experience in the stream or anything that mm-hmm. stands out like a, either, either that you witnessed that you filmed or that you did yourself, um, we Catch did it. one of the best ones. We did uh, the North Fork of the White River, which is, you know, you can almost see Arkansas when you're down when you're down there. So, a beautiful area. Oh, well. A lot of it did flood. Anytime you can see Arkansas, you know. Well, yeah, you can see it. You have you're to just to about it. as close to heaven as you can be. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we took uh, we had a drift boat and went a guide who was doing and we're doing some video work on there too, and that's a lot of fun too. You're on a drift boat. You're kind of you're just gliding across the rocks and stuff like that too. But fishing fishing along there too, but. Um, but there's also, and I'm going to blank on the name of it. It's in Northern Arkansas, but there's a certain stretch where there's a hatchery and, uh, streams and all that, but there's a certain stream that has a 16 year old and under regulation, meaning only kids get to fish this thing. And they do a kids fishing weekend down there. And we had opportunity to go down there on and see kids getting a chance to do this for the very first time. Maybe they've never fished at all. But there's different, you know, guys who are seasoned professionals helping all the kids. And this stretch of water is is amazing because, again, it's stocked, man. I mean, you climb in there and they're just banging into your ankles, you know. <laughs> so these kids get on fish, like, right away. Yeah. And it's a, you see that immediate thrill yeah. of, of, like, That's wow. That's what it's all about. Cool. And that, you know what I mean? So, again, many, many years of getting up with my dad, getting in the boat, going out, fishing. And, you know, we don't come home with anything. We caught nothing. But to take kids down there and have to know that, okay, there's a really good chance they're going to get on something right away. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. That's fun. It's important for kids their first time mm-hmm. to catch fish. Yeah. Otherwise yes. they get burned out. That's why if you're just local doing it, farm pond with bluegill. Oh yes. yeah, I mean, that's where you go. You're going to, you're going to have the opportunity. That's exactly right. I mean, that's when we do. The you don't want to take them out on a big, nope. s- no, big no. trip where you may get two fish in <laughs> 10 hours. That is, they are not going to want to do that yeah, again. Yeah, they won't get hooked on fish. No, fish. they you go out and need to catch fish. Yeah, right. yeah. My son, who's five years old, all he thinks fishing is, is going down, usually at our place, the Lake of the Ozarks, with a bobber and worms, mm-hmm. and or hot, even hot dogs, and dropping it right off our deck, uh, our dock, and watching that bobber go underwater like within the first five seconds and pulling up a bluegill. Mm-hmm. That's his whole experience with fishing, and he loves it. And, you know, as he gets older, we'll, we'll advance on. But you're exactly right, Mark, because he they, they get that experience yeah, of catching that the, fish. You know, their attention span is short. Exactly. Yeah. you got to fill yeah. it with something that they like doing. And yeah. Catch, once kids fa- catch fish, they they love it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's fun. Are you seeing more fish out of the shop? I know that we've even seen, we were just talking about the old catfish classic in the last segment. Um, we've even seen a couple kids in the boats there, uh, uh, fishing with their, with their parents or oh, yeah. their family yeah, members. and some youth anglers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little landing hugging. So always in the past has always helped us with the fish. I think you've seen a little. Yeah. 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 Well, he's actually be fishing with, with uh, Dennis Mayo this year. So. Yeah. So it's kind of good for him. I mean, he's a high school junior, senior. Right. So are you seeing more as we see this growth? Are you seeing uh, younger people also getting more involved in fishing? I, I, I believe. Or just the outdoors in general? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing more and more people that are in their 20s, you know, some of them still in high school, that are doing it for the first time in their life. I mean, it's, it's been a three-year trend. It seems to be continuing. So, And hopefully it will continue down the, down the long haul. Yeah, absolutely. And, Jim, before we let you go, 
Uh, it's it's shifting gears a little bit, but it's still the great outdoors, and it's still out on the water. Jim is also a big part of, uh, and has been for years, the shootout, the the big boat races <laughs> at the Lake of the Ozarks, which is a totally different thing, but it's still outside in the boat on the water, and I know that that is, for somebody that's never seen the shootout before, it, if you're ever down at the Lake of the Ozarks, if that's your kind of thing, it's a fun thing to sit and watch these boats, um, and and it's even open to to anybody that wants to participate. If you, you want know, to put your boat in it, you can a, get out there and see it. And there's a, been some crazy yeah, things over the years. It's a you got a hundred bucks, you can run. <laughs> I mean, it's you can be out there. You know, you've got all the guys coming in from California and and Phoenix and wherever with their you know ma- massive two hundred mile an hour boats. You got your pontoon, and you want to get out there and go forty-eight and miles guys an hour. Do. You can do it, and guys do. You got a hundred bucks, you can do it as many times <laughs> as you want. Every time, you know, lay it down. So, and guys do it. You know, we had uh, actually last year we had electric boats, probably for the first oh, time. Wow. So it was quite interesting huh, to see that. Now they're not going to go two hundred miles an hour, but they did get. You know, we had I think one electric boat up to, you know, ninety you know miles an hour. So pretty good oh, on the water in yeah. an electric boat. So interesting to see that kind of thing. But yeah. You can do it. It it is, um, you know, it's a big fundraiser for Lake of the Ozarks. It's mainly all charity based. That's how they really generate funds for their fire and rescue. Mm -hmm. Which we've done projects with the fire and rescue down there to kind of understand how important that is. You know, the the I can't remember if it's fifteen hundred square miles of 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 shoreline down there that they have to patrol. So Mm -hmm. that's a big part of the shootout. More than the state of California. Yeah, it's insane. So. Uh, but the shootout's big on that. But yeah, it's an experience. You know, yeah. you see some interesting stuff. So if you, listen, if you're, if you're, into, if you're boats, into boats, that's a pl- that's the uh, place to go. It's a good event to attend for because sure. you will see, uh, as you mentioned, there's there's guys that come in from all over the country that bring these boats that look more like fighter jets right. than they do boats. Right. And uh, and yeah, you can be right next to the guy in his uh, in his tritune. It just wants to. <laughs> it just it. wants to show off he for a few it. minutes. There are, you know, there are classes, so you could win your your pontoon class for sure. But yeah, 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 you're not going to be lumped in with the American ethanol guys who are going 210 miles an hour. But you know, yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, that's a fun. And again, it's in the outdoors, and it's taking advantage of what this state has to offer. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. it's a pretty cool event. Yeah, super fun, super cool. Uh, when is that every year ish? August, yeah, August, August. Yeah, usually uh, latter part of August. So yeah, that is I awesome. Think they're on their thirty fourth, fifth, something like that year. Yeah, so. great stuff. Super Jim Modulin. Thanks, thanks, buddy. guys. Thanks, yeah. Mark. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming Absolutely. in and joining us today. We'll have to back have you back on because I know we got a lot more stories to tell, and uh, hopefully we will have more stories to tell uh, as we get closer to spring and get ready to get back on the water a whole lot more. Uh, Speaking of being out on the water, the fishing report. This weekend's fishing report is coming your way. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 94.1. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. Big thanks to Jim Modulin again for joining us this week. He's got a lot of great stories. As I mentioned, Jim's a, uh, as big of a part of the News Talk STL family as anyone. 
And uh, one of the people that you don't even realize because you hear his voice every day, but you never hear his name. And, and he's got a lot of great stories, a lot of great experiences. So it's great to get him in front of the microphone uh, for once. And uh, hopefully we can have him back on again. If you missed any of that conversation or just want to make sure you never miss anything that happens here at the Bluff City Outdoors show, make sure you are downloaded, uh, that you download our podcast. You're subscribed to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, Bluff City Outdoors show is available on just about every podcast platform there is. So Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and many, many more. Whatever your favorite one is, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. We put the show out as a podcast shortly after we get off the air each and every week. And Mark, you said we were talking earlier about how you've been traveling around doing different shows um, uh, you know, across the bi-state area and have even ran into people outside the St. Louis area that uh, listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. When I was down in, uh, we were in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. That's awesome. Had, had two different individuals come up and say they listened to the podcast. That's fantastic. Let us know that, and they were from out that way. That's in the great. Stockton area. That is great. So, yeah, if you're looking for, uh, you know, great outdoors talk each and every week, just make sure you are subscribed to the Bluff City Outdoors Show podcast. And, of course, tune in every Saturday morning here on News Talk STL at 11 o'clock. All right. It is time to dive into this week's fishing report. Mark, take it away. Okay. We'll get it going. Uh, First up, Truman Lake. uh, Jordan Lear reporting. He's a guide out there. Crappie says it's still great. Fish uh, 20 to 35 feet of water, 8 to 25 feet down. Brush piles of standing timber on the main lake. Jigs and minnows both working. Natural colors in clean water. Dark colors in the stained water. Catfish are good, anchoring halfway back up the creek's channel edges in the main channel using fresh cut shad, 30 to 35 feet of water using a Santee Cooper rig. Black bass fair, fish the main lake, windy blank, uh, windy wind bone blown banks. I get it out <laughs> halfway back up in the creeks and the coves, throw a half ounce uh, football jig around the brush piles, 10 to 20 feet of water, uh, jerk baits in a shad color, spinner baits, uh, white and chartreuse. Alabama rigs are still working well. And Jake Nally over on uh, Carlisle. Reporting, he's a guide over there. He just says fish, uh, crappie fishing's been outstanding, and I uh, believe that Eric Morey went over there a couple times this past week and tore him up. Rind, uh, Fred Mooney, uh, the bite's fantastic on the main lake on the ledges in the Army corsets. Rumors of guys doing really good on minnows and are, are circulating, but the cold water, uh, cold air had them using artificial jigs. Uh, said any depth below uh, between 12 and 14 feet. Uh, local rivers and lakes, Eric Morey. Winter pattern still holding strong, very consistent, and for best results on the crappie, use a slow approach and be patient holding the bait still, and they'll hit it. Large mouth are suspended and cruising with the shad and are catchable on small baits. And like I said, he went out to Carlisle a couple times this week. One day was tough, but they got their limit, and the next day they tore him up. So. There you go. It's, it's, he was doesn't just, matter what time of year it is. Sometimes it's just hit and miss. Yeah, he was using Jack of Jigs <laughs> monkey milk the last. There that's, you a, go. that's a great color. Nice. Uh, go to, to our buddy Mike Marfell, Lake of the Ozarks report. He says the water temperature is between 38 and 40 degrees right now. Lake level is 658.48. Should start dropping next week or so to get it down another three and a half feet for the winter drawdown. He says bass bite starting to get a little tough. Jig bite has been best under calm conditions. Jerk bait could be a better option with some wind. Look for banks close to the channel, either main river or creeks. Fish can be right on the bank or out over the channel. So cover all that water from bank to back to the boat uh, to the boat until you figure out where they are feeding. That location can change from day to day or even hour to hour. Small finesse jig, three and eight, three eight ounce to a half ounce. And remember, it is cold, so work slow. Uh, and count every rock on the bottom. Same goes for the jerk bait. Throw to the bank 
slowly went, wind it down about six real turns, give it a slack line, twitch, and let it sit five to six seconds before next twitch. Do that all the way back, and good luck and be safe. That is the Fisher Report this week. I want to remind you also, not only are we getting closer and closer to springtime and getting a chance for more and more people to get out on the water, it's also uh, we're getting closer and closer to grilling season for many, many people. If you're like me, uh, grilling season never stops. I grill in the snow. I grill in the 100-degree heat. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, and I always have my Rockwood charcoal with me. Rockwood lump charcoal is the go-to stuff for the Colombo family. If you've never used Rockwood lump charcoal before, give it a shot, and I think that you will fall in love. We won't use anything else. Rockwood lump charcoal is a great small local business, but it's also the number one rated charcoal in the country nine years running, which makes it it the best of both worlds. You're supporting local business, you're supporting local industry, and you are using the best product out there available. Lump charcoal, just superior to the traditional briquettes that you may be used to. Uh, it burns faster, it burns cleaner, it burns hotter, it gives you more control of what you're grilling, and it's just a superior experience all the way around. Rockwood charcoal is available at over 100 area stores. Find the one closest to you, plus pick up some grilling tips and tricks at rockwoodcharcoal.com. All right, Mark, before we run out of time, I wanted to, uh, we had another, last week we had a great outdoors story sort of make its way into the mainstream news, and it happened again this week. I don't know if you saw this story, but a United States senator, Senator Steve Daines from uh, Montana, was suspended from Twitter this week for posting a picture of him and his wife, they went hunting in Montana, which is like life. Yes, yes. It's like breathing. <laughs> it's, yes, it's like breathing in Montana. Uh, they harvested a Montana elk and they pit and they they posted the standard um the the standard hunting picture where the two of them are on either side of the elk and they're yep. holding it up and he, it, it and they got suspended. So this is a United States senator. On nobody should be suspended for this picture. But oh, yeah, I let saw alone. It. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, it's let a alone classic a, picture. Yeah, yeah. The classic hunting. Let alone a United States senator. Uh, Twitter claimed that it uh, violated their policy against showing gruesome or violent acts against animals, and. Uh, the senators, so the senator's Twitter account has been shut down. This was a few days ago. I don't know if it's been put back on, but there is a happy end to the story because new Twitter owner Elon Musk swooped in immediately uh, and posted on on his Twitter account that this policy was being changed and this issue was being fixed uh, to not allow pictures like that to be a violation of the policy and get you suspended. So for once, it seems like there's a happy ending to the story. Yeah, but had he not swooped in, Yeah, if this was the old Twitter or, you know, or exactly, or if he had, had not swooped in. And I mean, and and I was reading this story, and and when you read Elon Musk, when he what he said was, what Elon Musk quote on Twitter was, quote, this is being fixed. Policy against showing blood in profile pics is being amended to clearly showing blood without clicking on the profile pic. The intent is to avoid people being forced to see gruesome profile pics. That was his 
statement. And I thought, what is he? Why is Elon talking about blood? Why is he making this picture about blood? There's no blood in this picture. If you look extremely closely, there's a there's a few drops of blood on the elk's sort of shoulder, shoulder. area, but it is nearly impossible to see from a distance unless you're looking very closely. So somebody at Twitter examined that picture as close as possible to see if they could find any way to Either enforce the policy. That or they didn't. That or they just, you know, somebody who's anti-hunting and said, Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they needed a reason. Yep. They needed a policy reason. So they probably found the blood, the the couple drops of blood that are barely visible, and went, okay, there's my, there's my, there's my excuse to do this. But it's good to know that that it, usually these stories don't have happy endings. Yeah. Usually we're we're complaining and angry about them, but it's good to know that there, here's a win for the hunting community for the great outdoors community that Elon Musk is going to be changing these policies and that will no longer so be a violation. This is a perfect example of what happens when people don't get exposed to the great outdoors. You're exactly I mean, right. You know, that person obviously had never cleaned a fish. You know, yeah. probably never caught a fish, never gone hunting, right? Never done, you know, really anything outdoors mm-hmm. and maybe hike, but you know, it's that, that's what happens. Yes. You know. Yes. And, and, you know, unfortunately, yeah. uh, it's just people need to have a – if you believe that, then that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but you still need to be reasonable and respect other people's yes. way of life. Yes. You know, it's, if, just, it's that simple. If it wasn't for the fishing community and the hunting community, we are the ones that take care of the waterways and the parks and the forests and lands. I mean, it's it's the outdoor industry that – keeps yes. all of this safe and clean and the animals healthy. And that's the, what pays for all of that. Yeah. The area so, healthy those user fees. You yeah. Know, uh, and, and it just, and people don't realize they, that. they don't realize it. I mean, just like we were talking about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think about doing a, you know, in Africa doing, you know, a hunt for, you know, yeah. an animal out there. Yeah. Well, that fees that they collect pay pays for preserving and conserving the rest of the herd. Yeah. You know, because yeah. now they have money, so they can they can protect it. Yeah. Before and they didn't one have money, hunt they like that protect. can help a village over oh, there. Oh, absolutely. For a, you know, can pay for their lives for a year. Yep. You know, it, just you having know, one hunt conducted one hunt, over there. Yeah, because you know, there's there's somebody out there who can afford to go hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Nope. It, it just it just helps. You're exactly right, and that's why uh, it's great to talk about this stuff each and every week, and that's why it's also great to see the continued growth in all of these areas, uh, whether it be fishing, camping, hunting, all of the great outdoors seem to be making a big comeback, and that is a great thing. And uh, we'll be here each and every week to talk about it, and we hope you spread the word about the Bluff City Outdoors show and the Bluff City Outdoors podcast. Once again, don't forget, coming up at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, just about a mile east of Fast Eddie's there in Alton, Illinois, on March 4th is the big – the March 2nd through the 4th. 2nd through or the 5th. 5th, there, there you go. Um, my date was was accurate. It was just right in the middle. Right in, right in the middle. <laughs> Big spring sale is coming up out there at Bluff City. And then also the Reinhardt R100 event is coming to town in mid-April, April 14th. And uh, that's another great event that's coming to our area, sponsored by Bluff City Outdoors. So there's lots of exciting stuff 
happening here in our area and at Bluff City Outdoors specifically. Get out and see the archery range. If you haven't had a chance to get out there and shoot yet, check out the archery range. Check out the brand-new state-of-the-art techno hunt system. Join a league if you want to. Um, and uh, get ready for that spring sale coming up at the beginning of March because it is going to be an awesome time to prepare yourself for the spring season. Follow Bluff City Outdoors on Facebook and at bluffcityoutdoors.com. Did we get everything covered? Yeah, pretty much. This pretty time. Much. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to register for the Alton Catfish Class, you got to go to bluffcitypackle.com. That's our e-commerce site. That's where there's a link to the Gotcha. Yes, if you're interested in uh, participating in the Bluffs in the Alton Catfish Classic. Those uh, those spots will sell out soon. So bluffcitytackle.com or bluffcitytackle Bluff on Facebook. Com. Yeah, Bluff, no, bluffcitytackle.com's got the link. Got Just it. throw it out there too. Twisted Cats, Alex Nagy, yeah. his tournament circuit. They have their stop. The Alton tournament is that same weekend as my open house sale. Uh, oh, nice. And registration is open for that too. Great stuff. Great stuff. Thank you so much for listening to us here each and every week. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And if you know somebody that loves the great outdoors, make sure you tell them about the show. We'll be here uh, each and every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on News Talk STL. Thank you so much for listening to us. For producer Leah and my partner, Mark McMurray, I'm Tony Colombo. This has been another edition of the Bluff City Outdoors Show on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL. Might take all day, might take all year Till we catch all the fish, till we drink all the beer